Hey, this is Tiffany Thiessen, and this is what I wore when I had my very first fairy tale red carpet. Welcome to What I Wore When, a production of Glamour and iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Perry Samitin. Each week, I'm sitting down with a woman I find fascinating to talk about what she wore during a pivotal moment in her life. We're using the power of style to tell the stories you haven't heard. In March 2016, at 8.31 p.m., I tweeted the following. I really, really wish I were friends with Tiffany Thiessen. I have no idea what made me put that out into the world at that very moment, but I can tell you that it's totally true. I feel like there are very few people on TV I can truly say I've grown up watching and still care about. Tiffany is one of them. I've always just gotten a good vibe from her, and I was curious to hear about what it's like playing two iconic roles, Kelly Kapowski on Say by the Bell and Valerie Malone on Beverly Hills 90210, my favorite show. I was also excited to hear about her new role on the Netflix show, Alexa and Katie. Before our chat, we spoke on the phone to go over what outfit she would be talking about, and I was definitely surprised by her pick. Tiffany wanted to talk about what she wore to a red carpet premiere that she described as a fairy tale. It was for her first big movie, Hollywood Ending, and she was handpicked to be in the film by Woody Allen. This gave me pause. The filmmaker has been accused by his adopted daughter, Dylan Farrow, of sexual abuse, which Allen has denied. Since the accusation, several stars have vowed never to work with him. For Tiffany, though, the moment in question was more about going from being a TV star in teen shows to having a movie star moment and being dressed by one of the most well-known designers in the world. From the second she walked in, I can tell my instincts were right. She seemed down-to-earth, friendly, and honestly really nice. I might even want to be friends with her more now than I did in 2016. Here's our conversation. So I'm going to ask you what I ask everybody, which is what are you wearing right now? Oh. Well, um, being I'm a very true California girl, um, even though I've lived in other places, but I'm, I think, a sixth generation California girl. Um, it's always jeans, t-shirt possibly a jacket if it's a little cooler out and it's either flip-flops or tennis shoes. <laughs> so I'm wearing Smythe and it's actually an old one that I've had for a long time, a James Pierce t-shirt. I have on these, um, what are they? The um, I just got them. I really like a mossy vintage um, jeans and uh, a really cool uh, Italian uh, tennis shoe company called Leather Crown. They're kind of like Golden Goose a little bit. Love them. Yeah, they're really cool. So you're comfortable in your everyday life. Like oh my comfort gosh, is I'm important. a mom of two kids. Right. Yes. And if I'm, you know, either shooting on set, which a lot of times, you know, I've been doing uh, Alexa and Katie um, for the last couple of seasons and you're on set all day rehearsing and you want comfortable shoes and I'm not a spring chicken anymore. So it's all about comfort too. So. <laughs> And because the name of the podcast is What I Wore When, you're going to talk about what you wore when you had a particularly pivotal moment mm -hmm. in your career. Yes, very much. It's one of those almost fairy tale sort of way back when flashbacks that I can remember almost like a picture. Um, but even more than a picture, it was uh, a lot of uh, a lot of feeling, a lot of. Uh, it was a big, big, big moment. I was going from, you know, doing a few movies and stuff, but mostly TV. 
Um, and I actually got cast in uh, a Woody Allen film. Um, going back from the very beginning when I got the call to even fly to New York, because I was living in, in LA, of course, and flying to New York to actually audition for for the role. Um and uh, ended up getting a part in the movie, doing the movie, um, which was a great experience. Um, I know he's, you know, controversial, of course, but... Um, what year was this? Oh, gosh, this was probably 90s, I would say, late ni- late 90s, 2000? No, maybe 2000, I'd say. Yeah, probably early 2000, I'd say. Um, I think after 40, just kind of... Everything kind of they all together. together. They, all, they, all, they all run together. <laughs> yes, <laughs> totally. Um, either that or just, you know, you don't really ever recover from baby brain after two children. Um, I have to write everything down. Um, all, you know, again, being on set, I've, you know, I've done it a million times. So those weren't the moments that I remember. It was when I got the call, actually, that the movie was going to open Cannes. And he was wanting a few of the actors from the movie to go. And I was like, oh, Wow. That's that's kind of big. Um, you know, I, of course, have seen many clips and videos and footage and photos of, you know, beautiful, big, amazing actresses that I've looked up to my whole entire life. And here I'm getting to, to kind of have that moment a little bit. Um, and then it just kind of escalated even more and more where I got a call that Giorgio Armani wanted to dress me and, you know... That was huge. I mean, huge. So, I still have the card of him signing, you know, with my outfit that was put into my dressing, you know, into my hotel room, um, getting dressed saying, I know how beautiful you're going to look tonight. And he had flowers. And, you know, it's just one of those moments as a girl, especially I think in this business that was pretty, you know, pretty significant. What did you wear? I wore this very, um, like, light sort of chiffon dress, um, thin straps. It was definitely very low cut in the front. Um, this was the day, the days that I could wear something without a bra. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, and it was kind of like a tie dye sort of feel to it. It had a lot of pinks and purples. It was very fairy tale. I mean, the whole thing, I truly felt like Cinderella. I mean, in a, in a weird way, but you know, I think, Growing up uh, with two brothers, um, you know, I was the only girl in the family besides my mother, and and I was very girly, as much as I was also very, you know, boyish in a lot of ways, you know. But um, I loved dressing up, and so I felt very much like kind of that Cinderella moment of being dressed in this beautiful dress by an amazing designer that you, you know, of course, loved and admired. Um, for him, he is all, you know, he always captured women. Definitely having a feminine side, but also very strong. And that's what I loved about him. And I felt very much both those things on the red carpet. Did you just get a phone call blindly saying, you to know, come in and audition to come for in it? and audition? Oh, yeah. I just got a, I got a call. I was actually shooting um, Beverly Hills 90210 at the time. Um, and I got a call that there was a part that he wanted me to specifically go in and audition for. I didn't know anything about it. It was, you know, the way he does films, they're very secretive. Um, and I got sides about, sides are like, you know, your audition piece, you know, the, the, the scene that you're going to be doing or two. I got it probably 20 minutes before the audition. Wow. That was it. And initially I was actually auditioning for the girlfriend in the movie. This was the movie Hollywood Ending. And um, I ended up being a little too young, which I, I totally agreed with. <laughs> Um, so I didn't get that role, but he actually ended up putting 
me into another role and I play like basically the lead actress in, in the movie that he's directing in the movie. And how was working with him? It was great. I, um, you know, he is very quiet. Um, my, our days were never longer than probably nine hours. He was very much someone who likes to work from like nine to five. Um, he knows exactly what he wants. Um, you can tell he's very much that person who has it all in his head, like the pictures in his head. Um, he, I remember actually rehearsing more with his stand-in um, more than anything, um, who was, was like, basically he could be his brother. They looked a lot alike. They were almost the same size, um, you know, kind of had the same mannerisms um, because he was always behind the camera, really making sure the shot was exactly what he wanted. Um and I'm curious now, mm-hmm. just like at this stage where we are in the world, yeah, but course, in your life, yes. are you proud to have a Woody Allen movie on your resume? I do because I, my feeling and and how, and my experience, my personal experience, and I know that's not for everybody, but my personal experience was nothing but positive. Would you work with him again? You know, it's, it's hard. I don't, I, you know, I, I, my gut would be like, my heart would say, yes, of course, it was a great experience before. Why wouldn't I do it again? But it's interesting. I think our our, our world right now is very sensitive, um, which I understand as a woman and also having a daughter and all those things. Um, I've had experiences that aren't so great. Um, so it's a hard, I think it, I think it all depends. I don't know. It's That's a hard question to really answer. So how did you feel that day when you were going to Cannes, you're in this like, <laughs> Amazing, uh, you know, designer. Did you did you do the whole like can steps and all the paparazzi was yeah. like taking your photo? Like, oh, how yes. did you feel? I remember actually I feel like, even before that, I had gotten on the plane to go, and Sharon Stone was also going as well. Stop. So she was literally sitting in the seat right before me, oh and she goes, "Are you going?" And I said, "Yes." She goes, "You you were in that Woody Allen film," and I said, "I I am." She goes piece of advice. (laughs) And she gave me all these really fun, very, you know, womenly, you know, sort of uh, advice, you know, statements about what it's like literally walking onto those red steps that are so, so famous. Um, She goes, it's overwhelming. I will tell you. She goes, your heart is going to race like crazy. Did yours? Absolutely. Um, It's a sea of photographers. I mean, I... Nothing compares to even being at some huge premiere or whatever. Nothing compares to that when I turned around because you walk up and then you turn around and then all you see at the top of the stairs, and here I am sitting with, you know, Woody Allen and a few other actors from the movie. um, It's just a sea of photographers and flashes. Do you feel like real talk? Like when you were in that moment, were you like, holy shit, like I'm famous? Or were you like, no, this is more like, holy crap, this is crazy. I mean, I felt very out of body experience sort of, you know, because I, you know, coming from a very just like, in my opinion, very normal kind of real. I grew up in Long Beach. I, you know, went to normal school. I didn't go to private school. Like we didn't have a lot of money. Um, It was very surreal. Super surreal. I mean, it's not that I hadn't had fame before then because, you know, I had two very popular shows for young kids and and teenagers. Um, I had Say by the Bell and 90210 and I had toured all over the world, you know, so I had those like 
very rock star moments where we're like booking, you know, tons and thousands and thousands of kids coming. But this was different. This was me like jumping the other side of it a little bit. It's like a grown up moment. It's a grown up. That's exactly it. Yeah. That's exactly it. It was a grown up moment. You grew up in Long Beach, California. Yeah. So a lot of the other women on the show, I'm very interested in hearing about how they dressed when they were teenagers mm-hmm. and what they were into. But I feel like with you, it's a little bit different because you worked. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you were a working actor yeah. from, yeah. I mean, how old were you when you oh, started? Like, I mean, I started modeling when I was about eight or nine and also doing commercials. And then my first big break, really, I mean, I had done some TV beforehand, but little guest stars stuff. Um, and like I said, a lot of commercials, but my first big break was really Saved by the Bell. So. And you were young. How old were you when you I got that show? I was 15. That's crazy. I was a kid. I was a baby. But... Like I think of you in that show, and I think of the character style, of course, which is like which was very and 90s different for me. And, and I'm I wondering was so how not was, that. Yeah, yeah, what was what what was what was what were you into? Like, I was much more. Um, I was not a person who usually wore a lot of bright colors and floral. And you know, if you would look at like past pictures of me, like me going out myself, it was you know, of course they're all back now, but the '90s, you know, Levi's and the very simple crop tops and t-shirts, and I'm pretty much how I dress now. Right. You know, truly, that's how I dressed offset. But you know, she was much more of a bigger character you know, the popular cheerleader. And, you know, I had to dress that very much that way. And not that I felt uncomfortable, but it was definitely a little bigger than than who I was for sure. I sometimes watch that show now on reruns and <laughs> I'm always, the clothes are cute. And a lot of them do look like like they could be sold yeah, right in now. like a cool oh, store. Totally, yeah, totally. so funny. But I look at some of the clothes, especially that Kelly wears, and it's a lot of it's like really tight. Oh, super tight. Like a lot of like really oh, yeah. body con yes. clothes. I was yeah. wondering, like, were you comfortable with that or are you just like, whatever? You know, I I I think for my body, you know, I was comfortable for a certain part of it. And then as I started, you know, my body started changing like later teens, you know, um, I got closer to like 17, 18. That's when I started noticing my body changing a little bit. And I think that's for anybody, that's a huge thing yeah. to be going through puberty and, you know, all the sort of body things that you do at that age while you're getting put on TV. Yeah, very much. Um, I'm not going to lie and say that I didn't struggle of like trying this diet to make sure I was a certain, you know, and I didn't always stay tiny. I'm my body's very different than it was when I was a teenager and it it changed, you know, a lot in my early 20s. Um and it kept changing. When you, when you noticed that it started changing, mm-hmm. were you ever encouraged by people that you worked with to like try diets or is that something that you were just like I'm going to do for myself? There was no specific person, you know, my mother was never that person at all. I think it was more a self-seen one thing in the mirror maybe and being like, I could lose a few pounds. But I was always very athletic. I was a dancer since I was little. Um, so exercise was always such a huge part of you know of my daily routine. And I knew that had a lot to do with it too. But it's funny that you say that because I started traveling a lot for the show. And I was going to Europe and, and, you know, traveling all over through the States with Mark Paul and doing autograph signings and, you know, mall tours and all this kind of stuff that, you know, Food, I always loved food and I grew up in a family that, you know, we celebrated with food and, you know, family dinners and all of that kind of stuff. So 
dieting was one thing I I just I hated it because I like to eat. Yeah, I mean, you know, was like so, I love dieting. Right, like it's right. the worst. I know it's horrible. It's so horrible. Um and my love of food just like went crazy as I started traveling, you know, to other countries and so um you know, it was more I think just trying to constantly tell myself that, you know, you exercise, you're healthy. It's like trying not to be so hard on yourself, you know, which is hard. It's hard to do it's when people are hard. taking pictures of you and people are saying, oh, it looks like she's put on, you know, some weight. And that must of course, be, I horrible. mean, I can't even imagine. And oh, you're yeah. so young. All the time. Like all the time they would say something. Would that affect you? Oh, I'm sure it did. I'm sure those were the moments that I would probably say to myself, I need to stop eating, you know? Not that I ever, again, I never had a very hard time with it. You know, um, I never had like big issues with it, but I definitely know it probably affected my, my brain and my heart, you know, in some ways. But again, it always went back to as long as I was exercising and trying to be healthy and, and all that, then I felt pretty okay. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So when you started realizing that you were, you know, getting successful mm -hmm. and started making money that was your own, mm -hmm. was there ever anything that you were like, you know what, like, I'm going to go buy this, you know, yeah. X thousand dollar bag <laughs> or like, was there like a yeah. fuck it purchase kind yeah. of like, I mean, was that definitely a couple? I remember the very first thing um, when I started making a little bit of money um, on Save by the Bell was my very first car. I remember my parents were like, just get a used car. And I'm like, mm -mm. no, like, <laughs> you know, brand new, spanking, shiny black. And I remember it was like a Honda Prelude. And I thought I was the coolest thing in the whole entire world. And I even had a phone in it, which was the size of my purse. Oh my God, a car phone. Um, do you remember those of that you like literally carry around? Um, yeah, I thought I was pretty, I was thought I was pretty special. <laughs> Um, so I remember that being a very big moment of purchasing something big all on my own, you know, and I was young, you know, I was like 16, 17. Um, and then as I got older, yeah, I remember buying um, my first luggage set, um, Yves Saint Laurent, which I Ooh. still have, by the way. I was going to say, I hope you still I have that. I still have it because I have a daughter. Yep, I still have it. Um, and then I remember really... I mean, that's really, chic. That's chic. Like that's a, right? Yes. I mean, I still have the train case. Like, yes. It's pretty, like, pretty special. Like, that's a good purchase. Yeah, even though you can't take those really anywhere. No. I mean, <laughs> anywhere because no. you can't do liquids, but, um, but I remember, like I loved it. And, um, and then I also remember I got very much, uh, into Gucci, everything Gucci. Like I was infatuated with Gucci. Like bags, bags, shoes, clothes, clothes, shoes, all of it. I was at that Gucci store a lot <laughs> in Beverly Hills. Yeah. Are you still a fan of? Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Labels? I just, I think I'm more practical, you know, I pick and choose and I like actually having a mixture of things that I have no problem saying that I bought at Target to, you know, a jacket that I spent something, you know, nice on at Barney's. You know what I mean? Like, I like that. And I like that that's kind of where fashion's gone. 
Do you consider yourself a shopper? Um, I was more of a shopper when I was younger. Um, do I shop now? Yes. And do I shop um, mostly online? Yes. What do you shop for? Clothes? Yeah, I mean, sometimes it depends. And if I have an event to go to, if I'm not getting dressed by, you know, a stylist or if it's just, you know, um, I shoot a lot at my home because I do a lot of lifestyle work, you know, with my um, cookbook and all that kind of stuff. So, um, but it's more practical stuff. It's more like I had a girls weekend last weekend and I'm sure I probably had one more glass of wine at lunch that I should have. And I bought this purse. <laughs> and Tori was like, nice purse. Where'd you get that? I was like, I think I got it Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, where? So when you're shopping online, like where, where do you normally, if you're going to buy yourself like a nice purse, like where do you browse? What stores? Purses I generally buy in person though. I don't think I've ever bought a purse online. Purses, I, it's more of a, because it's not all the time, you know, it's more season for me. Mm-hmm. So um, it's more clothes and my kids, I buy most of their stuff online, you know, um, and it depends. I mean, it's, it's shop up, it's Intermix. It's like, it's all the easy ones that are apps on my phone. <laughs> Do you ever look back at like yourself on television and say, I really loved that outfit. Yeah. Do you ever have those moments? Yeah, I mean, so I feel like so many of them right now I, I'm having because that, it's that 90s like sort of look is so in right now. And I feel like Say by the Bell, you were, your character had a very specific look. And then yeah. 90210 also, those outfits, when but I see, rewatched... 90210 is much more my style. And it's so, I mean, mm-hmm. it couldn't be more right now though. Like, so especially right Bell's ca- character. Yeah, she was yeah. always in like the vintage Levi mm-hmm. with like the white... Yep. T-shirt yep. that was just cropped yep. enough. Mm-hmm. The baby doll tee. Like it's Do you remember? Yeah. yeah, of course. And the baby doll tees over the slip dresses. Yes. Like that was huge. I still, I mean, I have quite a few slip dresses in my... I love that my, look. I still have some of the, this actually the boots that I wore a lot on that show because they were my personal boots. I still have them. Do you? Literally still have them. Yeah. Like combat boots? Yep. I remember. Yep. I remember. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, they zip up on the side. I went to a '90s party and actually wore it with a with my slip dress. It was great. Yeah, I do that show in particular. I feel yeah, like a lot very. of the styles of all the characters yes. don't look particularly dated. No, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. One of the actresses that plays my daughter on Alexa and Katie, every day she walks in and I'm like, I wore that. I wore that 20 like yes. years ago. <laughs> it's so funny. When you were doing Nine Two and Out, did you get to have sort of a say in what the character wore? I mean, yes, your boots, but... Yeah, they were definitely very much wanting all of us to feel very, very comfortable in what we were wearing. Um, You know, when I first started the show, I was going on to a show that was already very established. And there was, you know, actresses that had a certain sort of say and what, you know, was kind of happening with everybody else as well. So it was a little bit of a struggle at first. But, you know, my mother taught me a long time ago that you know, just smile and be grateful and, you know, it'll all work out. And it's true. Like I never took it to heart, you know, and I knew, you know, my character and myself and all of that would find, would find my way on that show. And I did. And I stayed almost five seasons, you know. Did you like doing that show? I did. I did. It was definitely a tough first season when I first came on. Like I said, it was going into a very tight net. And was super hard. height where that show was so popular. Yes. But my only in truly, which helped a ton, was that I was literally dating Brian Austin Green at the time. Right. That's right. I did. So it was very helpful, um, at least with the guys, (laughs) that that I was... You had a friend. Basically, you know, like I was, you know, we were dating. I think we were dating for almost a year at that point. Is that weird dating somebody that you work with? 
it got weird at sometimes because I was playing a character that was, you know, not with, like not with one, not with one person. Right. But nobody, <laughs> nobody was on that show. No, true, 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 true. <laughs> well, but nobody else had a boyfriend on the show. Either, exactly. So. Um, but you know, and yes, we were young and sadly our, you know, relation, relationship went through a lot of ups and downs. Um, but he, uh, he's a great guy, actually. Very nice guy. Are you still friends with people from that show? A few. Jason. I'm definitely still friends with Jason and his wife. We talk, you know, quite often, actually. Just talked to his wife a couple days ago. Um, And that's pretty much about it. Sometimes I see Ayn out and about, but that's pretty much about it. I don't really talk to anybody else. Mm -mm. I love that show so much. I know. Lots of people do. Like, yeah. I'll explain more later, but I have a real like yeah. connection with that show. Do I yeah. do. No, a lot of people, look, I, I get the nostalgia of it all. You know, like I think that's what people were um, excited about when, you know, the new version of, of that show came out. Yeah. Um, they were Some, exciting. Mm-hmm. Some worse, yeah. I think. Yeah, I, I, heard, I heard, I mean, I heard, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think people were excited, but they were also like, what the hell? Like, why? Why does this need to happen? I mean, look, I'm, a, I'm more of a girl that likes the classic and the Me original, too. but... I but feel like yeah. everything just everything gets rebooted now, and that's exactly what I said the other day. I'm like, like everything what? I know because they're doing a Say by the Bell, you know, reboot as well. Are you involved? Nope, no, nope, nope. From your perspective, why do studios feel like they need to keep rebooting things? Like, what is the reason? Because they don't have enough content. I guess original. I, I guess, which is strange to me because, in my opinion, there's so much content out there, like so much you know, working for Netflix for the last couple of years, it's like, it's hard for me to even navigate sometimes Netflix because there's so much on there. But it's amazing at the same time. Like I'm in a mood for an amazing documentary. My husband and I watched one last night and um, it's great. But I, I I don't know why there's so much rebooting. I'm not sure. After 9 to 0, when you did White Collar, mm-hmm. your style on that show was very different, I think, than yes. what people were used to seeing you in. I was playing more of a grown up. up. Much more conservative, much more grown up, much more. They wanted me to be more of a woman who's lived in New York for a while and and doesn't have kids, even though I actually got pregnant with my daughter the first season. So it's like workwear. Workwear, yeah. Like elevated workwear. Right. For a while, they didn't know what she was doing for a living. And and actually it was my idea to have her as an event planner, because that's kind of a a cool thing I thought for New York, you know? Um, but for, I think the first season for a while, you didn't know what she was doing for a living. So I'm curious about what you wear when you're not working. It's jeans and t-shirts. Yeah. You know, and you know, come five o'clock, the bra comes off. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the glass of wine is poured. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like truly, like um, I'm, I've always been pretty simple pretty simple. I've never been overly trendy. I've never been, um, I don't, I always felt, uh, not that I don't like to, if someone dresses me that way, you know, and I feel like it could be fun, but it's not an everyday for me. I'm just not, a, I'm not an overly trendy person. Is your daughter into fashion? She's just starting to. Yes. Very In what much. way? She's putting her outfits together. She's actually really good at it. Really? She's really good at it. Um, and she's still taking my advice, which I love. <laughs> Because I know that's not going to be forever. No. She just got her ears pierced um, over the summer, which was a big deal. I'm nine. Oh my God. I think that's how old I was when I got my ears pierced too. I think I was 10, but I know things are starting a little earlier these days. Um, But it's, you know, for her right now, it's, she's at that age where the very start of puberty is, you know, the talk is starting to happen and she's starting to see some of her girlfriends kind of start to go through it. So... 
she's very aware of body and changes yep. and, you know, the boy girl and all it's that kind that of age. stuff. So it's crazy. My husband just is not having, <laughs> he's just like, I mean, let me know when I need to come in and have the talk. But, you know, I know this is definitely more your side. And I was like, you know, it'll come from both of us. But, you know, she's starting to ask questions. And, but yeah, fashion wise, she's, does she have, has she developed a little bit of her own style? She, I, I think she takes after me. Like she's very much, you know, having a brother. She's got a lot of boy cousins. She's very athletic. Um, you know, she is not scared at all. I mean, she's been climbing trees since she was little and, you know, loves to bike ride. And, um, you know, she was literally jumping off places before she could even walk. I mean, that's just, that's the kind of girl she is, which is very much kind of, I felt like how I was when I was little, having two brothers. So um, she loves to put on a dress, but it's for a certain moment. Her every day is very much jean shorts, t-shirt. You know, she'll have like a sweater, a jacket over, and she's tennis shoes all the way. Her school actually doesn't allow them to wear anything else but tennis shoes, but... Um, and then when we're home, I'm very much about, I like everybody being barefoot. I want people to be a little more grounded. We go outside. What do you like spending money on? <laughs> like maybe outside of clothes, dinners, right? Yeah, dinners. dinners. Dinners and wine. Like for restaurants. Sure. restaurants. Absolutely. That's interesting. That's, I probably spend the most on that and travel for sure. More where's than the, clothes. Where's the last place you've traveled to? Uh, I was just in New York last week, um, but that was for work. The Last place for fun, fun, Santa Barbara. And then before that, we were in Italy. We love to travel. Do you feel like your style ever changes when you travel? Because I feel like mine does. Like I... Yours does? I think so. I mean, I think if I was going, you know, my dream is to do Italy, like... Yeah. Coastal. Yes. Like, yes, my and style. I would that, certainly yeah. like play I will the not, role. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. I have a girlfriend who does that and she does it so well. Um, and I, I don't feel like I do it as well, but I definitely, you know, I definitely picked up moments knowing that I was going to be in Italy, knowing that I was going to be in a beautiful wedding outside and in Tuscany, of course. Yes. What did you wear? I wore this dress that I still am obsessed with. And I'm like thinking like, where am I going to wear it again? It was a mustard yellow. I felt very much the part, if you want to say. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. Bright red lips. It was awesome. Love. Yeah, it was great. An Italian moment. Yeah, it was an Italian (laughs) moment. Yeah. 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 Do you find that the way your career has sort of evolved, that your personal style at all has evolved? I feel like the real true me has not changed, really, because I've been wearing this my whole life. Um, and this sort of style has supported every section of my life, you know, from right now being a mom to being in my 20s and traveling a ton and, you know, being on set a lot, um, which still applies today, this way of dressing very much suits me. Um, I think the only thing that's changed is probably my um, my anxiety of like putting something on and, and going, oh, I don't know if I like that. A lot of times I don't even look in the mirror. I just walk out the door. Really? Yeah. So many people say that. Yeah. I wish I could be like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not... I'm always like the one catching a glimpse of myself. Just like, a glimpse, like, yeah. Yeah, just yeah. like an insecurity thing. Just like, yeah. mm, like I'm always yeah. like not sure if I'm comfortable in my yeah. outfit. So I study it, but mm-hmm. it's great to just have that freedom to just be like, I'm not looking in the mirror. 
I think becoming a mother and having so many other things, you know, I guess that that kind of takes up a lot of brain space. Yes. I think that has a lot to do with it. I had a baby nine months ago. Because you look amazing. Oh, thank you. I did not look like that after nine months, but... (laughs) Really? No, not at all. I I was one of those girls that held on to all that extra stuff. Well, yep. my, my brain's holding on to a lot of extra stuff. Let's <laughs> put it that way. But I do feel like my style, somebody asked me recently if my style has changed since having a baby. And my answer was no, no, like absolutely not. Yeah. No, like everything that I'm into was mm-hmm. into, I'm still into mm-hmm. like, whether it's a bit, I don't, I don't think women have to change their style after having no. kids, but I do notice that it has become a lot more Practical, like practical. I'll still good wear word. things that feel like me, and mm-hmm. I love like a big shoulder or mm-hmm. like a vintage piece. Mm-hmm. But I do find that I'm so much more comfortable wearing that with a pair of sneakers now. Yeah. yeah, whereas I never did. I was so insecure about my height my whole life that I would never wear sneakers, and I would always put on a boot or a heel. Interesting. And now yeah. I'm like I'm running around with this baby. Yeah. Oh, like where am I going in a heel? Like, <laughs> and you won't catch them in your heels. No, I can't catch them in my sneakers. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, That's I'm just so always true. interested yeah. with women about motherhood and fashion mm-hmm. and whether that sort of because I know it changes who you are fundamentally, but how it changes yeah. the way you get dressed. Yeah. Well, and it's funny. I so talking about just like body image. I know my body changed pretty drastically for me. Like I, you know, I got a lot bigger. My breasts got a lot bigger. I, you know, I nursed both my kids for a while. Um, so, you know, if I definitely had, and I'm sure it, it was insecurity for sure, but it was also really trying to understand like, is my body going to go back? Like, and it didn't happen quickly for me mm-hmm. at all. Like it took me probably with Harper, it took me probably two years, I want to say, um, for me to go back to pretty much normal, you know, but it's not exact, but right. definitely feeling more me um, before Harper. Um, it took two years, you know, and um, it was pretty much the same with Holt too. And that was five years later. And here I am having my second child in my 40s, right? which was a huge difference as well. Um, I feel like it never goes back to the way it was no. exactly. No, 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 no. Of course like, not. Like not even having to do with like large or small. Like I notice like, sure, some pairs of my jeans will zip, <laughs> but they do not look the same. No. Like they just no. don't. Your body is morphed and shifted so drastically inside and out. Yeah. And I had to keep reminding myself of that. How long have you been married? We just celebrated 14 years of marriage and we, thanks, and we've been together for almost uh, 16. What'd you wear to your wedding? I did Vera Wang. Very classic again, like very much me, simple, all lace. Um, You know, I kind of wanted, again, the sort of old school Cinderella sort of moment. Um, I wanted my dad to walk down, you know, walk me down the aisle. I wanted to wear a big veil. I'm glad. I like everything about it. I look at it still after it holds 14 years. It holds up. Yeah. And that's kind of sort of a lot of the things that, you know, there might be some hair moments that I definitely regret in my past, but most of the stuff I'm like, and a couple bustiers that I wore that I was like, oh, I don't know about that, Tiff. But most of the stuff I'm like, I know it wasn't too bad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I feel like when you're just starting on Nana to I know your hair was like a thing. I, I feel I like cut people my hair really short. Still reference. The like Valerie Bob. Mm-hmm. That was a good, that was a good Bob. Well, my thought process was here I was coming from one very popular show with one very popular character that people, you know, 
knew uh, very well, and I wanted to do something totally. So that different. was your choice. Yes, to cut it your was hair. my choice. Yes, and I I, I chopped it. I, I see did. it all over. Like when I look at Pinterest for hair inspo, whenever I Google like in Pinterest, when I look yeah. up like bobs. Yeah. Val always comes out. Oh, really? Yes. Because it was it's a really good one. It's yeah. like very, I feel oh, like it's great. very much back to. He was my like hairdresser short. for a very long time. Who wasn't? His name is Dusty Symington and he is, uh, he's, a, he's a genius. He really is. He is a genius. He's, he's the one who took me from brunette to blonde to back brunette. Do you ever work now with a stylist or do you dress yourself? Um, for special occasions, I do if I need it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and there's a few people that I, I love working with that I've worked with for a while. Um, but I'm always, you know, I'm always up to working with new people too. So, um, but on a normal basis, um, you know, I, I, I mean, I trust myself. Have you ever had a moment again since sort of the can moment that yeah. you felt as I don't know. I don't know if I want to say connected to fashion, mm-hmm. but that did sound. I mean, getting dressed. Oh by. my gosh! It was well, and then we actually had the New York premiere. I want to say like a week or two later, and he also George Armani dressed me for that too. For that as well. Oh wow! And it was absolutely beautiful. Very different. Um, it was dark navy strapless dress that had it almost looked like leaves coming out, um, and I wore all my hair back. Um, and my hair was actually shorter. I had cut it. I had cut it because I was going to be starting a new show called Fast Lane on Fox. And so I was actually in New York for both that premiere and the upfronts um, for that new show. And I cut my hair off very, very short. And I was working out a lot back then. Like I was really into working out. Um, so my body was definitely uh, very sporty almost, you know, at the, at the time for me. Um but I loved that look because it was, again, sort of a bright lip, a very form-fitting, but, you know, very classy, strapless navy dress. And uh, I loved it. Felt very, very powerful. I felt sexy, but I felt very powerful too. One of the women that I interviewed for the show um, is a chef and she'd had a new cookbook come out. And we talked a lot about the thought process that went into what she wore on the cover. Uh, and I yes. was wondering, oh yeah, because <laughs> for you how you chose what to wear mm-hmm. on the cover of your cookbook. Mm-hmm. It's me. I mean, it's it's very me. Um, a history of that cover, actually, that was, I think we shot five different covers at two different times. So... I'm looking at it now. It's, yeah. It's so cute. And it's just a white blouse. Yeah, it's like, I think it's Love Shack Fancy. Looks like, think, yeah, it looks yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Yes. It was Love Shack Fancy and I just had jeans on. Super California. Super California, <laughs> very me. And you wanted it to feel obviously, authentically you. Very much. Do you think, I, think, I think that's where that's where people relate to me just because um, I grew up in their homes. Aaron Spelling told me this a long time ago. He said, people who have, you know, a popular TV show, it's very different than say like a movie star like Julia Roberts or, you know, Sharon Stone or whatever. When you're seeing them, they're on a huge screen in a movie theater, right? You're going to have this experience, you know, at a, at a movie theater. For a TV person, you're in somebody's home. Every week. Every week. And he goes, so that's why people, you know, have almost a bigger connection to TV, you know, actors than than movie stars, um, because you're literally watching them in the comfort of your own home. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah he don't. was totally right. He was so right about that. So, you know, I never, you know, I'm not a chef. I'm not, I've, I've never 
claimed that I am. I'm I'm a home cook. I mm-hmm. love to cook and I love to um have fun in the kitchen and I grew up, you know, cooking with the women in my family, so um I wasn't going to put myself on a cover with, you know, a chef coat or right. like, you know what I mean? yes. or like in something so fancy a that gown. I would never, yeah, of course not. You know, like, um, that's where like, I would be different than say Chrissy Teigen, you know, like, because fashion is such a huge part of, you know, of her cell as well, um, that it would, it would look weird if I did that. So I want to go back to Nano yeah. I know for one second, yeah, only course. because I don't even want to talk about the show, but I, I'm curious. <laughs> so there's this podcast and I'm curious if you've ever heard of it. What? It's called Again With This. No, I don't. Oh my God. Okay. Now I'm going to though Wait. as soon as I get in the car. Oh, my dream has been to meet somebody from Nano I know only to ask them about this. Okay. So it's a podcast. Okay. And it started by two women that were television critics, mm-hmm. um, like online critics. Okay. They're both, they're friends. They're hilariously funny. Okay. And what they do is they recap that show episode by episode. Just 90210? Just, they just started doing Melrose, okay. but it's just 90210. I think their plan is probably to continue doing it with a lot of shows, but 90210 has like 40,000 seasons and like every season has like 40,000 episodes. <laughs> so I think they started this in yeah. like 2015 and it's still going. Yeah. So it's so like my... Xanax. Okay. Like when I'm nervous yeah. or I listen to it. So they hate every character on the show <laughs> except Val. Oh, really? Yeah. You should really give it a listen. It's oh, very, wow. very funny. But they... And why, why, why Val? They love that character. They think that she was like, not character assassinated, but they think that she, that the people making the show couldn't figure out exactly what to do with her mm-hmm. in some ways because mm-hmm. she was... Obviously, like a little bit of a bad girl, right? That's, that's like they, yes. that's like what they yes. wanted. But she was also re- really nice and and clearly cared about her friends. But mm-hmm. then they would turn around and she would do things like stealing someone's boyfriend, <laughs> or and they would they just get so frustrated because they love the character. Yeah, but it's so, so interesting to listen to it in the context of all the other characters because yeah. they're just like, shut up, Brandon. Like, shut up, Dylan. You're so annoying, Kelly. <laughs> Like, and they're just like, it's just really interesting. So I think you should listen to it. I think you get a kick out of it. I also want to talk about Alexa and Katie. Yeah. So that's a show that you've been doing. How many, how many seasons? Uh, we just basically finished our last uh, third, fourth season just a couple of weeks ago. And the ago. premise of the show is really sweet. It's like sad. It is. It is. Do you want I to mean, explain it really quickly? Yeah. So uh, it's called Alexa and Katie. It's about two basically best friends. Um, uh, they are basically embarking into high school and... Um, they are typical teenage girls. Um, the only thing untypical to a certain degree is the daughter, you know, of uh, basically Alexa, who's my daughter on the show, um, has been diagnosed with cancer. And so the premise of the show really came from the creator, Heather Wordham, who um, won her sister, um, was diagnosed with cancer. And she also watched a newscast about a best friend shaving her head in solidarity for her girlfriend, her best friend, who was um, starting chemotherapy. And um, she was just amazed that a young girl 
especially during those very formative years when appearance is such a huge part of, you know, going into high school and, you know, boys and being accepted and all those things that she would do that to really kind of support her best friend. And so she created this amazing show about these two girls going through that very same thing. Um, and, uh, and just how, you know, I think most people can say they've been touched by cancer somehow, whether it's a relative, a friend, um, you know, uh, and really kind of just showcasing that people live with this. Like this is, you know, crazy enough, you know, we're, we're trying everything we can to, you know, find the cure for it, but people live with this every day. And as I got, as I've gotten older, I have quite a few friends who have gone through it. So I think it was neat to see a show that you would normally probably see as more of a drama Mm -hmm. to be um, light and, and showing the kind of um, perseverance that this young girl has about how, yes, she's worried about fighting for her life, but at the same time, she's also worried about the normal things that happen in high school, you know? Does your daughter watch the show? She loves it. Does she? She's obsessed, yes. That's awesome. She absolutely loves it, yeah. I mean, she's right at that sweet spot at that age where, you know, she's starting to watch those kind of shows. Um, and she, you know... Of course. And it's not because of me. It's because she loves the girls on the show. Paris and Isabel. Yeah. Have your kids watched any of your other shows? Harper watched like maybe a half season of uh, Say by the Bell at first. Did um, she like care? She, or was she like, what is this? She care? <laughs> I think she laughed more than anything. Um, so, just by seeing me, you know, at that age and, you know. Right, like, oh my doing, God, yeah, what is my mom doing? Exactly, you know, and I'm still, we're still very friendly with Mark Paul. So she, of course, knows we'll him. him. Yeah. Yes, of course. So, um, and Mario too. So, um, so it's more, it was more comical for her than anything. Um, so funny. She wasn't as like into it as she is. Alexa and Katie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like the storylines are like, yeah. for like a nine-year-old today, she might be like, I think it's what is happening? Boring. Wait, like, why are you guys lost yeah. in the mall? Like, yeah. I don't get it. It's not the same. It doesn't hold <laughs> up as it did, I feel. Like, it didn't It didn't interest her that much, funny enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you're right. A lot of dance contests yep. in like the max. Yeah. Like a nine-year-old yeah. is yeah. like, no, what is this? No, and of course, she's way too young for 90210, so that'll be a long time for that. Yes. Um... And then my cooking show, she of course would watch yeah. when she was on um, a few times. I feel like that's one network, you know, a couple networks that you can have on all the time. Yeah, She watches all the Netflix, you know, food shows too, like Sugar Rush, my friend Candace is mm-hmm. on. And I got to do an episode of that. So she's very excited about that. Um, so shows like that she loves to watch too. Cool. Yeah. And then I want to do a really quick speed round. Okay. So I'm going to ask you some questions okay. and just say the first thing that comes to your head, okay? Got it. What's the last thing that you bought? This bag. <laughs> oh yeah, what, what kind of bag is it? Oh, it's so pretty. I don't even know. See, I I'm not a big label person. Oh, I love it. Isn't it gorgeous? Yeah. I have to actually pick it up too. This is my favorite part. It's like a pebbled black leather tote. Mm. And it's like got some weight to it, but like not overly done. I love it. What is your favorite TV show of all time? Favorite TV show of all time, Seinfeld. What was your first concert? Michael Jackson. Ooh, where? Uh, I want to say, no, it wasn't here. I want to say it was in Florida, probably because I was dating one of the dancers. So I got to see a lot of those concerts. What would be your last meal on earth? Oh, 
the most amazing charcuterie board with a big bottle of wine. And how do you fall asleep at night? My unwinding is usually... It's hard. It's it's kind of different every night because being a mom, like when the kids come home from school and if I'm offset, you know, it's all about them. I, you know, I wrote a children's book with my husband about, you know, us being on our phones and being so uh, not present a lot of the times, you know, because everybody expects us to get back to them right away. Um, and so I really, we, in our house, it's very much, we really try to unplug truly when the children are around. So at night, it's either like last night, you know, I watched a documentary with my husband and it was really about us watching something together right. and connecting the two of us. Um, but a lot of times I find, um, I get very work mode, you know, at night. So, you know, I'll return my emails or I really start to get kind of creative, you know, with menus or ideas if I have a shoot, like I have a shoot next week and I was working with that. Um, so it just depends. I'm working on another book. So I've been doing a lot of that at night. Um, I guess my unwinding is really just, uh, again, it's different. Usually a glass of wine. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, like same. I will say that. I mean, that's a ritual. I, there's probably not a night that I don't have a glass of wine. Yeah, I sure. feel like that's the ultimate. And I also feel like after I had a baby, I'm like <sighs> yeah. needing that glass of wine more yep. than I did before. Oh, and it just gets worse. Oh, I can just <laughs> imagine. And then my last question is, yeah. what era do you identify most with fashion style-wise? I would say probably the 90s for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because that was like my... That was yours. It was, yeah, like the it was 90s right girl. Yeah, definitely. For sure. And I love that we're living it again. You know? I love that I have all those wedgies in my closet. It's so great. I should just kept them. Do you ever wear... I watched when I watch old Nana Tono as I noticed that... I think it's your character, but... Because it was trendy at the time. And I don't think I did it, but my friends did it where you would leave like the that top button open. Oh, that, no, was, that was me. That was you. That yes. was, I started that. You started it? I started it. I definitely did. Yep. I must have seen it somewhere, but but I was that was a real thing. But I was the one who started it on the show and then some of the other girls started doing it after. It's yeah. So funny. Oh yeah. Isn't that funny? You don't do that anymore. I don't. No. I don't even wear crop tops anymore. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. Oh, this, this was, was so nice. Insane. This was so fun. What I Wore When is a production of Glamour and iHeartRadio with new episodes dropping every Monday. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm your host, Glamour Digital Director, Perry Samatin. Follow me on Instagram at Perry Samatin. P-E-R-R-I-E-S-A-M-O-T-I-N. Our executive producer is Ali Perry, and our producers are Glamour's Kim Fasaro and iHeart's JJ Posway. What I Wore When is engineered by Emily Marinoff and Derek Clements. Special thanks to Julie Shen and Deanna Buckman at Condé Nast. For more information on today's episode, go to glamour.com slash what I wore when. <laughs> 